Hello, everybody, and welcome to Wednesday Night Live. Another exciting edition of Wednesday Night Live, as opposed to those boring ones. And we're really thankful to have the privilege of welcoming you into the Father's Church here in Dallas, and uh, the privilege of being able to release a word that I believe is from the Lord tonight. And uh, I was... uh, studying this morning and praying in here in in the, the room in which we're meeting and I uh, had my my phone and the Bible program on there and I'm so grateful for the, the technological advances that God has given that we can you know you don't have to run back to the computer or go to the MIT lab and try to look things up I mean you just got You've got an amazing resource right there. And so I would pray a little bit, and then the Lord would say some scripture. I'd feel it, and I'd look it up and parse the words real quick, and then I'd pray again. It was a really wonderful time in Him. But I was studying about fasting. Now, we've taught on fasting, and we've engaged in fast for uh, many years that, that God has chosen. And... Um, you know, we, we recognize uh, so many things that are that are uh, vital in that topic, and uh, it, but it does it does good to go back through and let the Spirit guide you into new things that perhaps uh, He is highlighting now, and the line upon line of that is really a remarkable thing because you can link in some of the things that God's been revealing recently some of the ways he's been leading us in his pathway and um, uh, so that was a wonderful thing and I, I got to about 12:15 or so and I thought well Lord um, it's obvious that you want me to fast today but I also want to know <laughs> what you want me to teach on you want me to teach on fasting and you know as I was looking through the scriptures I came on fast came on fast and um but it's this fast that we are going to talk about tonight, and it, it's uh, the stand fast in the New Testament. And I, I know that this was a directive from the Lord because it really does express where we are as a people, and it gives us some incredible, um, some incredible potentials and some warnings and some directives. So as we share this tonight, know that it, it really is an expression of the new place that God has brought us into and the authority that he's granted that is uh, an enhanced measure of authority and responsibility that um, is really new. It's a new season. And, and with that, with that new season, there are new measures of opposition there are with the authority and the the timetable that god is revealing it it seems to awaken different measures of of withstanding and uh, we're not afraid of that but um, we are not ignorant of it either and so um, tonight we want to look at this this word that's been taught on and mentioned by undoubtedly a number of people in this room over the years but 
tonight God has chosen to give it as a as a rhema for this hour and it's the the Greek word steko which is really the prolonged form is hesteko but it's the perfect tense of histeme it's the perfect tense of histeme and um, you, you find histeme throughout the New Testament you know we remember that it's part of the word that is translated as cross and uh, you know you have really powerful verses that like in Ephesians where it says when you've done all to stand stand therefore having uh, the full armor of God and there stand is histeme so it's it's a work in progress it is a it is a it's a warfare it's it's a it's a, a grappling for the position that God has given us and histeme is used as histeme in in really terms of function and potential and possibilities and what you need to do in making headway or laying claim so why I say that is that this perfect tense of histeme signifies a position taken it signifies an, an histeme that you now have a, a measure of control, dare I say control, in, and you then from there are utilizing the histeme. You are, you are in a perfect sense saying, God has given us a measure of authority and victory in the midst of this. We're not fighting to gain it. We're not trying to establish it. We're not, we're not trying to take possession, the violent taking it by force. This is gained ground, and uh, hence the perfect tense of this word that we've studied quite a bit. And so we want to look at uh, five instances of this word and uh, really let the, let the Spirit speak to us concerning concerning this usage <clears throat> the first one is something that Jesus said in Mark chapter 11 this is a well-known passage I mean this is a stem winder from the faith movement and uh, I can hear Kenneth Hagin reading it right now um, give a listen you can hear him with that Oklahoma twang uh, Mark 11:22. Jesus answering said unto them have faith in God for verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he shall that he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore I say unto you, What things soever you desire, when you prosukomai, believe that you receive them, and you shall have. And when you stand, pray. When you stand in a prosukomai, make sure you forgive if you have aught against anyone, that your Father also which is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses. If you do not forgive, neither will your Father which is in heaven forgive your trespasses. It's a very interesting passage because it speaks of, it speaks of so many things. You know, it talks about making sure your heart is absolutely convinced and in in uh, in absolute faith posturing and 
have faith in God really speaks about make sure that you are functioning from the right hand of the Father. Um, there are so many points in this that are really powerful admonitions to us. But he says this first thing about the mountain and faith. And then he says, therefore, I say to you. In other words, he's telling you, okay, how does this, how are you going to establish this? It says, what things soever you desire when you pray as a result of you offering supplication and gaining direction from God. This is very important because you're not just doing drive-by mountain flingings, you know. You don't just have the authority to go by and just move all kinds of mountains. Uh, that, that, that would be a real ge geographical cataclysm. <laughs> um, but it's, it's when you're in a supplication kind of prayer and you are obviously hearing from God, He is going to form your desire. And, and then you, you initiate what God has said from the right hand of the throne and about the reception of that and they will be as God has directed you and um, and it will be what what he says and when you are functioning in that kind of in his stemme, see that's important you, you, when you when you are in a supplication before God and he's sharing these things with you and he intends for you to use them um, you know, mountains are, yes, they're very real entities in the natural, but they also represent spiritual opposition. They represent the high places. They represent uh, El Elyon. They represent what the Most High wants. And, um, you know, you are, you are really, uh, you are really functioning in, a measure of authority here because you've got supplication prayer you've got the the perfect tense of histeme and here Jesus warns us about forgiveness and um, you know uh, forgive here is 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 a is a funny word because it's afieme which means to send away or to scatter or to drive away from you and it's it's I, I i don't really want to spend a lot of time on this but you know it's it's when you come to this measure of um, the perfect of histeme and you are functioning on behalf of the throne and you are praying in supplication and god's speaking to you about mountains that need to be moved and you are really moving on behalf of an in an, an, an incredible amount of authority and power it's at that point leading to that point and functioning in that point and being able to move on behalf of that point that the spirit of the lord will begin to address areas in your life and uh, he'll begin to pinpoint things that maybe you got by with leading up to that point but now, with uh, the new wineskin and the new thing that God's going to begin to produce, he's saying, you know, there's still an element there in you that you've not dealt with, that you need to deal with, and you need to deal with it quickly. 
and uh, you you really need to guard yourself and if it if the spirit brings it up you need to send it away you need to you need to send it away and it's very important why would jesus speak about forgiveness here after he's talked about mountain moving and operating on behalf of the right hand of god and you know in this perfect tense of his stem a why, why would he bring forgiveness up because forgiveness is is god and if if you have that kind of authority and positioning you really have to be thinking like your heavenly father and and when he looks at you in that position he sees someone that has been redeemed to him and forgiven by virtue of the elder brother Jesus who's standing with you in that place and it's almost like it's it's for your own good it's for your it's for your perfection but it's almost like it's there's a there's an offering that you give that you give saying I I've been forgiven and I've been redeemed to the father and I've been given this placement and I've been given this authority and now I'm here to represent him and I give honor to the one who forgave me and so I'm going to send away anything that the spirit brings brings up in fact it, it reminds me of what David said about um, search me O God try my ways try the reins of my heart in another passage you know um, create in me a clean heart O God and renew a right spirit within me you know there's there's that measure and, and, and we talked about this before and this is where the other kind of fasting comes in you know when Jesus spoke about the new garment and when he spoke about the new wineskin and when he spoke about you know things of of the coming of a new visitation of the spirit it was always linked with fasting and what does fasting do fasting works meekness within us and fasting pairs away iniquity fasting pairs away things that are not acceptable in us and and so it would stand to reason that when uh, that when you are positioned in in such a uh, such a lofty place here and um, he begins by saying Make sure you're functioning at the right hand of the throne with God. That's what he says. And um, I remember in the 70s when I first was hearing this, this teaching, and it was, again, I've said this before, it was, it was good for me to hear somebody actually teaching the Word instead of just preaching it over and over again. And I thought it was wonderful that somebody was speaking the Scripture with some measure of authority rather than just telling the same old story the old old story in the old old way and uh, but i i'd hear this passage and it was taught you know and i always thought you know i need to have more faith you know how do you have more faith you know you you study the scripture you read the word you declare the word you you believe and that builds your faith and you know and i think all that stuff but really what jesus is talking about is relationship and stepping into that role of sonship so it's funny how this new place that God has brought us into has caused me to, I can just speak about me, to really reflect on things of the past. 
And it's, it's, it's been amazing over these past couple of weeks, particularly, how the Spirit has directed me to things that over the years I thought I'd already processed, that I'd already given. And, and But see, the thing is, there's a difference between having your, your missings of the mark cleansed and really having the iniquities that, that kind of created them or welcomed those sins, having them continually being um, worked and perfected. And uh, it's, it's funny how sometimes the residue of sin that you've already been forgiven of uh, still kind of lingers there in the mechanism of iniquity. And, and the, you know, and see, here's the deal. The more authority God gives you, it, it, it expands and utilizes parts of who you are in him, what he gave you from the foundation of the world. And there's always, there's always uh, the clearing and the expanding of, of that's how you grow in grace. That's how, you know, you, 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 you allow the, the spirit to, to expand in you. And when you do that, there's often, there's often things that you discover that um, aren't necessary active sin, but you've, you've got you've to give over things that, that are awakened. Um, you know, sometimes we think we have a, we had, you know, we sinned. Yeah, we felt this about somebody or we got angry or we just, uh, you know, I ought to, you know, we think that. And we've all done that in the past. I think maybe even Bev has done that. But all of us have done that in the past. And, uh, you know, um, even though we, we get cleansed of that, there's still the musculature of, of our life that really loaded up to grab that and to want to wield it, you know? And, and God is always perfecting us and, and purging us. And, you know, there's that, you know, the trying of our faith. How is your faith tried? How is the right hand of God tried. Did you ever think about that? We think we think about the trying of our faith as if it's just us. We're just working it out. We're just working it out. You know, and God's letting us exercise it. But that's that's exercising. That's not trying. And and it's going to emerge as gold, which in the heavens is perfected truth, and and a measure of of uh, the economy of God to really utilize truth, which is why, uh, you know, you, you see in Daniel that one angel that shows up and he's got, he's got a, uh, a, a, a belt that's of the, the gold of Ufer. And that, that signifies that that, that guy is, has really not only a message, but he's got great authority to represent that message. And it's very interesting. So the trying of your faith is when God is talking to you about something at the right hand and you are embracing it and God's looking and he says, okay, you know, in order for you to really do this, you've got to come before me in contrition 
and and the fire of my heart's got to touch this place so you are so you are being trying is is a a term that was used for metallurgical processes which is why it's then talked about you emerge as gold and so there's sometimes when god is taking you down that pathway of giving you greater authority and you being perfected you know the epistles say if we say we sin not we lie and we are not perfected we are continue you lie you lie we're not perfected we're continually being perfected and we will always continue to be that way and if we cease being that way then we're in a peck of trouble we really are so it seems to me that one of the key things that God tries to work in us when we gain a measure of heightened authority in a stecho measure of perfected histeme, um, it seems to me that one of the things that the Lord brings up, the thing that He brings, the thing that He brings up, is you know, from this place, you're going to be touched in areas that you're going to have to send some stuff away you know the clutter it's time to clean some more clean that house because it's it's funny how that is now i don't want to go to i've already belabored this but just know that in this place that god has brought us to you're probably going to experience some things that he's going to put his finger on and he's going to say you know, I know you've already been you've already been forgiven in another way, but now I want you to send this away. If it if there's any vestige, if there's any memory. That's the thing about being having your sins cleansed. It doesn't say anything about your memories being cleansed. <laughs> you know? Those memories are there. And um uh, it's funny how I can forget lots of things, but there are certain things that I just don't forget, and they're usually tied to something that stung me, you know. And uh, so the Lord's saying here that we've got to send stuff away, because if we don't, neither will your Father. And here He uses that same term, afiemi. He will not send away your trespasses. Now I. There's some processing that still has to go on here. But trespassing there means that you can you can you can be gravit you can gravitate into areas you don't belong in. And and I wonder I wonder if when God expands in you and new places are being touched and he's wanting to perfect you and try faith if if some of that stuff that he wants you to send away if it stays there um, if it could cause you in a moment of challenge to veer off into areas you don't belong in, I don't know but just um, um, I, I just pray that uh, I pray that we will that we'll just be sensitive in this season to let the spirit now you don't have to go back and rehash everything you don't have to go back and let it stir up I mean as soon as it's pinpointed I mean, I'm telling you I would just say 
Father, I don't want any of that. I send it away. I just, I get it out of here. I, I do. Because if you, if you stroke it, if you look at it, and you pick it up and you think, hmm, oh yeah, I remember that. You know, there's chances are that you're going to want to squeeze it a little bit. You don't want to do that because then you may not be sending things away. You may need to ask for the other kind of forgiveness again, you know. And you don't have, ain't nobody got time for that. You don't need to be doing that. So just know you've got faith in God. You've got the ability to move mountains in the spirit realm. You have this, uh, this measure of prosukamai where God puts desire in your heart and you can whatever whatever he says he's going to do you believe it and it's going to be and you can uh, you can bank on that so that's that's a that's a stecco place when you stand in this measure of partnership you've come into a point where there is a dimension of perfected histeme and that's that's interesting to see so you want to function on behalf of the throne of god this next verse, 1 Corinthians 16, 13, is, is really a mouthful. It says, Watch you, stand fast in the faith, quit you like men, be strong. Um, four things. Watch you, that just Gregorio. That's what Jesus told his disciples they should have been doing in the garden. Be aware of what's going on around you. Don't just be like a dolt that just sits there and doesn't pay attention in the spirit. Stand fast in the faith. Here's Stecco right there. Function in that perfected histeme that God has allowed you to know in that measure at the right hand of the throne of God. Quit you like men is a weird phrase. It just really just means to be mature. It's quit you. <laughs> quit you like men. But it, it's just a word that, that means to be mature. And be strong function on the power of the throne isn't that great those four things be alert to what's going on around you and um, stand in this heightened measure of of histemi authority act like you know what you're doing and and do what you know you take responsibility be mature and and uh, utilize what god has said from his throne, the, the krat, kratuo, and and do that. Those four things, it's it's that's a pretty good function on behalf of the throne. Guard yourself. Galatians 5.1. Stecho, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free, and do not be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. I guess I should have moved that up and pinned it on to that uh, sending stuff away. Forgive me for that. Let me see if I have a pink pen in here. Oh, I do. It always gets my attention when I write something in pink. It's my multiculturalism going there. Just move that up there. Right there. Okay, so if Christ... The, the anointed son has caused us to walk in freedom. Uh, stand fast. Stecco in that liberty, in that liberty where Christ has brought freedom. And make sure you don't abandon that to be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. That is a big, big verse right there. 
Uh, so that's that's up to us to uh, you know to whom much is given, much is required. Just make sure you're not going to let yourself get entangled again. Now, I like this next one too. Stand according to the word and our mission. Second Thessalonians 2:15. Therefore, brothers, stecco and hold the traditions which you have been taught whether by word or our epistle by word or our epistle by things that have been taught in the natural audible voice or by things that have been written and what you've been taught hold them you know God's not advocating the traditions of men but what he is talking about are the things that you know you ought to do as you've been taught and it has been written in the anointed word of God. You know, one of the things the enemy has tried recently is, is to, to attack this right here um, at a point where we should be embracing, empowering the meat, uh, enjoying and um, gaining uh measures of function through the meat that we've been given you know the enemy tried to get people to abandon them and to abandon the things they've been taught and to abandon the scripture and this really says that if we're if we're into this new measure of authority that God has given on the on the estemi that Christ gave himself on the cross for us to to win and then rule and reign in uh, we have to be very careful that from that place or as we're going into that atmosphere that is positioning in that place that we don't allow traditions and that's a bad word that we don't allow the the things that God has caused to be readily believed among us to to be abandoned and we need to rehearse the things that we've learned and really cherish the living the living scripture and uh, you know I uh, I let's see yeah, I've got time you know we, we, we keep coming back to the scripture and uh, you know um, it is kind of an odd thing when you, when you think about it that a large portion of the the New Testament is written by a guy under the anointing of the Spirit whose name was Paul. And um, you, you see all the ways that God over the centuries have preserved those writings and how they, those of us who have, you've all studied the scriptures, you see how there's an interweaving uh, that's, that's just, it could only be God of the principles and the concepts and even the words and um, we need to we need to really um, cherish that and let the living word continue to breathe the same thing could be said about a lot of the old testament passages even though they were more meticulously guarded over um, there are there are writings that were done by people thousands of years ago and um, you know it was only the anointing of the spirit that could have said those prolific things to them and so if we 
and I guess the point that I'm saying is this that's our foundation and today we're saying think about what we're saying we are standing in a measure of authority in the timetable of God and God himself is speaking to us and we are we are portraying and declaring things that are not equal to the Bible but certainly reflect the the adherence to the word and God is speaking to us today and and we know just as us as individuals if God says something it's going to be now how, how can you look at what Jesus said in that first passage you know when you're prosuchamying and God is bringing things to your desire and you believe them and you'll receive them God spoke to you that's that's him saying that and it's a divine promise you know so if, if we start willy-nilly saying that we we don't believe this and we don't believe that we're pretty much damning ourselves because if we say that God couldn't do this how in the world could he be doing these things in you you know if, if God couldn't speak and perfect these books of the Bible how can he be speaking to you today you know it's it's very important for us to equate that and um, I I'm I just see Paul writing this and and here he's telling them you know you've been taught this by word and by the epistle that's been written to you so hold fast to that and because that's the basis by which you're standing in this perfect measure of the esteme the last one on this sheet there was there were a couple of other ones that were there that I didn't think it was germane to, to bring now like one of them was you know if you see somebody that's serving another person and they are standing in a measure of authority for that other person who are you to tell them what they're supposed to be doing because they're representing what their authority has told them to do and it uses that measure stecco and that that kind of colors the definition but I didn't think we needed to put that on the sheet but here in Philippians 1 verse 27 only let your conversation be as it becometh the gospel of Christ that whether I come and see you or else be absent I may hear of your affairs that you stecho in one spirit with one mind striving together for the faith of the gospel wow part of part of that perfect esteme you're standing in involves you being in union with folks who are in one spirit and with one mind striving together for what God has is saying at the right hand of the gospel and I appreciate this so much uh, in our uh, in our church and it, and throughout um, uh, those who stand together in our network I, I, I appreciate this so much and it's very evident when we uh, when we come together in various ways or when we hear from one another and uh, when when there are journeys that that welcome representatives from other uh, pockets of the Saints network uh, it's it's always amazing to me to see the way there is a 
people that we haven't seen in months people that that you know we're not we're not seeing every day and here they here they are we form a team but there's one spirit there's one mind and we're striving together for what God has said at his right hand we're supposed to bring as a euangelion into this place and and so we we, we operate in a in the histeme through that I love that Paul was writing to the church at Philippi and uh, if you're in West Virginia they call it Philippi but you know uh, we say Philippi I don't know how the Greeks would say it probably Philippi but you know the, the thing is that uh, he's writing to that church there but this is an operative agreement for all of us you know when we uh, whether we're there with them or absent we we hear of what they're doing and we know look they're standing in one spirit in one mind on behalf of this common mission that God has given us as saints and that's uh, that has really um, mushroomed in its in its authority position um, I've talked a lot about authority over the past um, couple of couple of weeks and um, there's a reason for that and that is that you know it's it's so it's such an odd thing and I have a difficult time trying to describe this because it's it's a heavenly type thing it's a vision type of thing but I I've noticed that after these they're being a Christian for 56 years <laughs> and being a saint for 24 23 24 um, we're, we're pretty much familiar with things that God has allowed us to do and, and to experience in him and so many times being in the heavens you would be observing or you would be standing in intercession and seeing knowing that you were before the throne and you were agreeing about things that were God's mysteries that your voice was generating and being used by God as an incense to bring about and uh, those those are really precious times or sometimes you know you're you're being shown things or you're you're caught away to things on special missions and you're just you're declaring things and that's that's uh, pretty much a a synopsis of most of the times in intercession that we've had or whether you're being uh, you're you're in the presence of God you're feeling him and you're learning and that's a wonderful thing too how, how precious that is but over this past small portion of this new season I've noticed that so many of the times where I feel that I'm in the heavens or I'm dealing with things it's 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 just me in a solitary a solitary voice and I'm in a place where I don't see any angels I don't um, I'm not hearing any voices I know God has led me there and I am responsible to let the Spirit remind me of things that he's taught and and it's there that so often now I'm administrating things I'm speaking things in authority 
I am calling things forth. And it's, it's not that, you know, and I know that God's used us in authority in the past. I'm not trying to say he's not. But this is totally different. There are entire times of prayer where it's just, I'm sensing that I'm alone somewhere in the spirit realm. I know God is always with me. But he's expecting me to be his voice into not just a proclamation, but into a, a maneuver or some kind of an insistence. And, you know, I've, I've tried to, um, to really expand it. The next time I'm there, I, not to go beyond what God wants, but to really let my spirit reach into the, the, the operative, uh, the structure of what it is that we're doing. There's one place that I think I, I can remember being at now like six times and um, it's it's a connective, gorgeous, big, huge, I would call it a room. I think it's a room, but it's more like a massive hall. And, and I can see some of the barrier on one side, but I can't see the end of it on the other. But there are these touch points that I know reach down into the earth. And, um, and so I... I uh, I've really tried over these last few occasions to sense that stilos, to sense that, that conduit, and to feel what, what effect the, the words in, in, the, in tongues is having on earth and, and, and in that deposit of, of, the, of the glory that the histeme of Christ has gained for us. He paid the price for that. And uh, it's it's really interesting, not not just to to be there to say it and to be caught away and think, ooh, what did that mean? But to know that you're you've been given a responsibility for that thing, and and so you, it's like any other thing. If if you're working on things, if you have half a mind at all, you're trying to learn from it. You're trying to figure out the process. You're trying so that you can be better at what you're doing and so it's it's an authority um, it's an exousia that uh, the father is given and there there are other places there was one time uh, last night uh, what a weird set of dreams I had last night I'm still trying to figure them out but I was standing with three other men and they were I couldn't see what I was wearing I'm sure it was much more dapper than what they had on but they were robed in white and I knew that these guys were fellow servants in some way and um, I don't know where they were from I didn't ask them I wasn't I didn't want to it was my job to say hey where are you from uh, but but they were saying one of them would say something and the other one would say something and then the other one would say something and then I'd say something in the spirit and then that one would say it it just kind of went on that way for a while there were four of us and we were all taking turns releasing something into what seemed to be like a cloud wall. And, and uh, after a while, I was thinking, you know, I had 75% of the time where they were releasing things. And while they were releasing them, I was thinking, what are we doing up here? What is this? Now, I don't know whether they were thinking that or not, but I sure was. But, but I knew that was some kind of an assignment of authority, and it was in conjunction with other 
people. I, I wonder, I, again, I knew years ago that there were, that we weren't the only saints in the boat. I knew that there were outposts in other continents. And, and I know that God was dealing with them in some ways similar to what we were dealing with. And, I, you know, I've said this before. I remember some of the first memories I had of being up before the throne was where there were a lot of young men who were all blonde, bright blonde hair. And I, I thought, these guys must be from Scandinavia. You know, they must be from either, you know, Finland or Sweden because they just had the look about them. And um, I'd see them across, from th across the throne. And they were doing a lot of the same things that I was doing and our people were doing. And I thought, Lord, you, you're probably going to open up that nation or those nations for us to go to. But, you know, obviously that hasn't happened yet, but probably because they're doing the job there. You know, why do you send a paint crew to a place where there's painters in the house? I mean, that doesn't make any sense. So I know that there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of uh, intermingling. And I, I, I have no doubt there's a lot of very strong saints in the Orient. I mean, I, I've never really, um, I've not really had that many experiences, but I remember Pastor Paul was always talking about being dropped down into China or someplace like that. I never really talked to him about that because, you know, he'd scribble things in his book and, you know, nobody was going to see that but him and the Lord, maybe joy. But, you know, I know there's something going on over there. And so I don't know who these gentlemen were. I don't know who they were. But I know that there was a sequence where we were declaring things. And, uh, you know, I would imagine that it had something to do that we were positioned somewhere inside the temple. And I imagine that the wall of his Ruach was, was what we were speaking into because it was, a, it was a flat kind of a surface, but it was alive. And uh, maybe tonight we'll be back there. I don't know. And I honestly haven't really, this sounds awful, but I haven't really thought about it till right now. And... Uh, but, but I'm just saying that God is releasing authority to you. He's, he's using you in a new way. And whether you see visions or you're caught up in dreams or whatever, that doesn't make any difference. God is releasing authority to you. So be sensitive. And I think that over the past two years, he has talked so many times to us about supplication and prosuke, that grace kind of partnership with him. And... and uh, and being sensitive to what he is revealing so that we can then declare it. Guess what? That's authority. And that's what Jesus says here. You know, when you are praying in prosukamai, whatever you desire, whatever that desire is that God forms, you believe that you have it and it will be there. And you say to this mountain, be removed. That whole thing is about prosukamai and this established measure of histeme. Now, again, this doesn't discredit anything that we've done in the past or any great breakthroughs or any victories that we've won or the way God has led us. I'm just saying it's a new, it's a new time according to the timetable of God and a lot of this has to do with expanding the kingdom, expanding the hunger, 
the hunger that God has put, like Potter was singing, God has created a great hunger out there. You know, we who are working in the patterns uh, have a responsibility to not only go and give the meat God has given us to people who are hungry so that they can grow exponentially, but there, there are places in the heavens that they are called to come into. You know, I'll say this. Um, who do you think was patterning and, and standing with God before we got up there? Who, who, who helped to stand in agreement with, with the Lord for you and me to be able to be up there? You got a great cloud of witnesses, a great cloud of Marturia. John saw one of them. You know, here's John, the, the lover of God, you know, head to the breast of Jesus, you know, on the Isle of Patmos. I was in the Spirit on the Lord's Day. And he's up in heaven, and there's some dude standing there who's, who seems to be more advanced in the things in the heavens than John was. And John proskuneos before him, and he says, Stand up. I'm one of your fellow servants, the prophets. How did that happen? What was that? You know, this was one of the disciples. And, uh, you know, in charge of Mary after Jesus, you know, was ascended into heaven. Uh, it's, just, it's just very interesting, the timelessness of God. And uh, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. But we're working this with other saints and those that are willing to serve God. But it's, you have various dimensions of what God entrusts to you. So somehow there has been an enhanced measure of uh, perfecting of our position, and God needs us there. Yes, that's the beauty of the Lord. He, he's, got, he's got an agenda for you, and uh, when it comes time for him, he's going to put you where you're supposed to be, and so often at the very beginning you're learning on the job. And you always should be learning, but I I don't I I freely admit that some of the things that I feel myself placed in now I don't have any back experience to know what I'm doing. It's just it's again the spirit guides you into whatever God is making not hidden anymore, and so you know the you know the he that the sons of God have to be led of the spirit and that's going to continue in heaven and so you're being used in new ways and you will continue to be used in new ways the point though is is that you need to continue to pray you need to continue to spend time with God you need to you need to recognize that this is a new moment and you need to guard yourself so we're going to end by me re reminding you that, that wonderful treatise in Mark 11 and uh, be sensitive to the Spirit who might pinpoint things that you need to immediately release to the Lord. Guard yourself. Don't be entangled again. Um, function. Be watchful, alert. Stecco in what God gives you from the right hand. Be mature in what you're doing. Trust the Lord and function on behalf of the power of His throne. Um, hold fast what you've been taught. Don't surrender it. Uh, remember the, the power of the Word and the power of what God's revealed of His Word. And uh, stay, stay strong together, uh, striving for what God has said He wants to reveal 
what his throne has said he wants to reveal, be in one spirit and one mind. These are all important principles for us to embrace in this new place. And uh, I know that it's, it's, a, it's a glorious time. Yeah, there's struggles. There's a lot of weird opposition. Um, you know, um, I was standing in agreement and shared this earlier today, uh, a passage that the Spirit brought to my memory that, that I haven't utilized in 15 years. And I love Psalm 35. And I remember over and over during a specific season quoting that every day about, Lord, stand on behalf of, of this mission against those who stand against me. Plead your cause I, with, with me. And let the angel of the Lord drive these enemies away. And may the angel of the Lord drive them and may their way be dark and slippery. And, you know, that, that passage just came alive in the spirit. Again, it is a rhema. I would encourage you to read it maybe tonight before you go to bed and um, live feast on it because it is, it is a word in season for us. And, uh, you know, the new thing that God is doing is new for us, but it's also, it's, also, uh, <laughs> it's also awakening a lot of things that weren't expecting God to do what he's doing. And so, uh, you know, I, I think I could probably do a fivefold on this. You know, you've got to guard your mind. You've got to guard your emotions. You've got to guard, you know, what you've learned. You know, you, you, can, you, you can find a lot, of, a lot of strength through this meat. But I release this word to my life and to you, and I proclaim over all of you that you will thrive in the place that God has led you to in this moment. So, Father, we seal this uh, prophetic release tonight. We thank you for the place that you brought us to. We pray that you will continue to utilize us in, the, in the, the gifts of Pentecost. Let us be prophetic people. Let us uh, have visions and dreams. Let us uh, be uh, the, uh, the anointed ones who, uh, who will be servants and uh, handmaidens of the Lord. Um, we, we need this. And uh, help us, Lord. This is your work. We freely admit we need you. And we're so thankful for bringing us to this place. Help us to be faithful and uh, help us to be a credit to you in this. I speak blessing over every person in this house and those who are joining with us in the extended family of the saints. And I pray, Lord, that you will just come near to them, bless them, and lead them. May your spirit guide them. We, we thank you for this, Father. It's a pleasure to work with you. And uh, we love you. And we ask these things in, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you again for being here. Thank you for uh, coming. And thank you for tuning in. And uh, may, God, may God bless you all. We'll see you soon. <laughs>